Now back to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Reliving some of our postseason songs since April. Benny and the Jets by Elton John. The San Jose series song, courtesy of beating Ben Bishop, Jamie Ben, and the Winnipeg Jets leading up to the uh, Western Conference Final. I'm partial. I, this was my favorite. Okay, I, thank I you. I love this Elton John tune, though. Now, a listener gave me this idea originally. Actually, it was a, um, to, to toot the horn of my alma mater, a Marquette graduate. Sent me the original suggestion for the Winnipeg song, the I Hate Winnipeg, uh, nah, this great town too. or whatever. Yeah, the, the weaker thins. So I um, I kept it going, thinking that's a good idea, have one song per series. Right. And now it's the good luck. It's well done. Dirty Water was the uh, the Boston series, which I don't think we'll get to, but we've heard the final call of that uh, more than enough times. Uh, keep sending in your texts. Favorite moments. Yes. Where were you last night? Your emotions after last night. Your Emotions today? Are the are the lights dimmed in your house? Are you keeping volume down a little bit? Should we talk silently like we're doing a golf broadcast and not trigger Heck any no. more Loud. any more mig- uh, hangover headaches that might be that might be coming your way? Your plans for Saturday? If you didn't hear it, noon Saturday afternoon will be the uh, the championship parade for the St. Louis Blues. Jim Rock, you guys ready? We can do a little five for the guys here. Brought to you by Greenville University. Time to tee up the hot topics. It's five for Frank. Brought to you by Greenville University, a liberal arts institution. Just 45 miles from St. Louis. Five for the guys. Brought to you by Greenville University. Leading things off, you are Blues General Manager Doug Armstrong. Thank you, you, knew, Buffalo. You, you knew what you were doing all along, right? Even, even in December and January when you were... You're hanging out towards the bottom of the standings. This is a, just a nice big old I told you so. Yeah, he's he can't fool me. <laughs> Look, they he even said it a little bit in our little soundbite where he was asked about Bo Meester. He said, well, yeah, I knew he could do this. I just hoped it would be a couple years earlier. And he really thought that Mike Yo would be the guy. I'm glad they made the move. Another branch on this tree. This would have never happened if Joe Quinville would have took the job, possibly. That's right. I mean, everything just falls into place. I mean, it's it's really amazing. But, yeah, he did make some strong moves, and they have all worked out in terms of getting Bozak, O'Reilly, and Maroon, and we can go down the list. But he also had a couple where things fell into place. They all thought that Jordan Bennington was the fourth-best goalie in this organization. If it wasn't for injuries to others, this would have never happened. You are, uh, you're Craig Berube, and admittedly, it's been very funny anytime they introduce him throughout the Stanley Cup run, a guy who took over a last place team in January, accurately, because it's still his title, even today, yeah. but being referred to as interim head coach Craig Berube, as if he were Jim Hazlitt, a guy who was just <laughs> there, and you need someone to be the yes. head coach. Um, your interim head coach, Craig Berube... What? Uh, how much money do you think you've made yourself these last two months? You, you were probably getting the job at the beginning of April when you were able to bring them to the postseason. But with with every win, every advancement, you've uh, you've added a nice little chunk of change to that contract. Yeah, he's made a couple, <laughs> three more million 
uh, to his name. What and kind he, of boots are you wearing to Army's office when you put them up on the table for contract negotiations? Yes, he gets <laughs> he gets pretty much whatever he wants at this point for three years, and be you know it'll be three years, but you know what? He deserves everything he gets. Awesome, awesome move by him. Uh, you are a a local downtown bar owner. I don't know what the laws and statutes are. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not sure if there's a limit as to, as to what time this could happen, but there's a parade downtown Saturday at noon. What time are you opening on Saturday? Sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> may not be, maybe just serving coffee, wink, wink, but yes, uh, you probably don't open till 10 30, 11 on most Saturdays thinking you'll get a lunch crowd, but this is. This is not an ordinary Saturday on the horizon in St. Louis. Yeah, Friday night we're open late. Uh, we're going to open in a couple hours when the sun comes back up. So if you just want to hang out in your car, get a good spot for the parade for Saturday, please do. That, that if the, I'm a bar owner downstairs or downtown, that's that's what I'm doing. Uh, five for the guys. Brought to you by Greenville University. Uh, flip it over a little bit. Your Bruins head coach Bruce Cassidy. You, you kind of. You roll through, outside of some first-round issues against Toronto, you, you were facing a 3-2 deficit, but you knocked off Columbus in six, only trailed 2-1 in that series, and then you dominated Carolina in a sweep. What happened? How do you explain this, this seven-game series loss? Specifically, how do you explain Game 7? I, truthfully, I really believe this. There's no other way to put it than they were better than we were. I know that sounds simple, but I really believe that. And I go back to something we've talked about since we've been on the air this morning. I, I, I read body language and, and you read facial expressions. Many times when they went on him in a, a tight shot, you see a little worry in his face. Like, we're getting it handed to us and there's really not a whole hell of a lot I can do about it right now. And I really felt that way. Now, he may not publicly come out and say that because those are his guys and He's got to protect that that relationship. But I really think they realized, you know what? We just got beat by a better team. Our guys, our best players weren't our best players, but they were better than we were. I really think that's it. Number five, five for the guys. Actually, that's number four. It's four or five. I got two more. We got two more. Could be six for the guys. Yeah. I do not mean this to be political at all. So I know this has been an issue visiting the White House. And Rock, you can chime in here if you want as well. But you are President Donald Trump. And I bring this up because I love this development. <laughs> what fast food are you serving the Blues at the White House? Ooh. I don't care what people think about this. Him serving McDonald's and Taco Bell and Wendy's and Domino's Pizza is at, at, uh, an establishment that is highly regarded, is one of my favorite presidential developments in my lifetime. And I hope, fast whether food. it's in 2020 or 2024, I hope the next president continues his tradition. What fast food are you serving? I don't know. That's a great question. I would he put a Saint? Would he be interested enough to put on a St. Louis feel to it? Um, Lion's Choice. Okay, that's a good one. I mean, I don't know. Oh, uh, would he? Would he go sh- like Pappy's or Sugar Fire? Or can you do a local fast food chain, White Castle? I know it's not local, but it's a popular one. Yeah. Can Can he get Steak and Shake there? I know most steak and shakes are closed Ooh. or under renovation. My yeah. mistake. They all say they're under renovation. But can you get steak and shake? I, he's the president. He should be able to get anything he wants <laughs> there, really. Uh, but, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what he would choose. That's, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Rock, what would you serve? President Macrocchio serving the Blues fast food. What, what are you bringing by? 
Oh, uh, yeah. I think I have to. I think I have to. I'd go with some local flavor. I think I'd go with the White Castle. Okay, Whitey's. Right, the castle. It'll be a stinky uh, White House. Emos for a little bit. is on the text line. Ah, uh, Emos. Ships yes. and Emos Pizza. Shame on me. For I don't. Kidding. I don't. I don't approve of. Uh, subjecting the rest of the country to emo's pizza. Uh, well, President Barack Obama was a big fan of uh, pie pizza. Maybe you can ship some pie pizza back down to the White House. We're getting uh, more than one text. Okay. About uh, it's got to be emo's pizza. Um, okay, number five or six. I lost count for uh, for the guys here. Uh, brought to you by Greenville University. You are John Mozeliak. Uh oh. Blue season's yeah. over. What? Hockey's over? You're, you're going to be the focus again very soon. I thought we just had a big party where Blues fans were at our stadium. What are you thinking today? Uh, you're thinking you better straighten up and you better get this <laughs> fixed. And I think he probably gives them two weeks and then he's got somebody on the chopping block. I really do at this point. The way they're playing, uh, he's going to give them two more weeks and then he's going to have to make a move because if he doesn't, this fan base is really going to be upset and really boisterous. So he's somebody's going to be the fall guy. Uh, it appears, by the way, uh, that's five for the guys. Brought okay. to you by Greenville University. Uh, St. Louis game time and Benjamin Hockman tweeting out, as you would expect, the Blues were at OB Clarks. Yes, yes, I did see that. They yeah. are already there hanging out. Apparently, I, I've heard the the door the line to get into Obi Clark's is out the door and around the block. Now I know I asked a question: What time do you open a bar for Saturday? When does Obi Clark's close next? Sunday, like really close. Sunday. Well, I, mean, the, I don't mean as, to the public; I mean to the Blues. As, as far as far as the as far as those the the uh, authorities in Brentwood know, it'll close yes. at one p.m. Everyone will be out at one thirty a.m. Yeah. in accordance to all alcohol laws and. Uh, and liquor and liquor laws in the state of Missouri in the uh, township of Brentwood. Uh, as for your other question, um, don't ask it. Just <laughs> let them have their fun. Need to know basis. Yes, exactly, no and then you to. don't need to know. Three one four. I live in Kirkwood. Uh, the folks blowing off fireworks it was crazy. It's like the Fourth of July. Um, who has that on hand, and how do they launch it? I've been in the area my whole life, and I've never seen anything like last night. Yeah, it's, it was it was nuts around my neighborhood. Now I live actually in Jefferson County, so fireworks are legal any time of the year. Oh, really? I did not know that. And they were shooting them off all over the place within thirty seconds of this thing ending. I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, "Holy cow!" That didn't take long at all. They were after that third goal. They started setting it all up. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Uh, Courtney D saying, "I have class. I would serve steak and lobster and pasta. That's no fun. It's got it was fast food." That was the question. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole thing with, with Trump doing that. A uh, chunk in a chunk in the chuck. Emo's bread code lines choice: sliced bagels. He should serve sliced them spread bagels. sliced bagels. Ah, another good. I like that choice too. <laughs> All right, that'll work. Uh, Hockey Bob, my emotions today as they were yesterday, a week ago, and for the remainder of my breathing days, Shut stable. Off. Thank you. <laughs> I hate this opinion. No, let people no. Let people have fun. I, this, I've seen multiple people like, wow, I see everyone reacting. But for me, I, I stopped caring about sports in a way that it affects my emotions. And now every day for me is the same. I'm like, wow, that sounds incredibly boring. I wonder if your milk toast life is ever going to get boring. I personally like a little peaks and valleys. That's why Missouri's better than Kansas. Hills, baby. Hills. Uh, Chai play baby boys. I was at the Chicago St. Louis bar. Wow. And the place was wow. dripping champagne from the ceiling. Unreal moment. I'll be in tomorrow for the weekend and parade Saturday, and I can't tell if this is done on purpose or not. Okay. But it's supposed to say, let's get drunk, but it's spelled D-R-U-N-J. 
So I'm not sure if that was a play on Let's Get Drunk, if that was an honest typo. Either way, it works. Courtesy of the Shy Play Baby. I like that. Everybody's excited, as well you should be. Uh, 618, I watched the game last night with my friends and my 11-year-old son. He begged me to take him downtown to see what it looks like when the city celebrates. We drove up Market Street honking our horn, giving out high fives the entire way. What a night and memories I'll always have and something I hope he tells his kids about one day. Yep, that's what it's all about. it, It really is. Life is too serious in most aspects, go enjoy it. Go have fun. I, be smart. Don't yes. be stupid. Right. But go enjoy it. And I do think that was – I don't – and I didn't hear any of any complete hijinks, no cars being tipped yeah, over. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I saw one video of someone trying to drive through and people jumping on his car, Yeah, there which, some, which is unfortunate. There was, there was some dancing on Probably top of a car, happen, but... um, which, yeah, uh, as much as I as, – as happy-go-lucky as I was last night – had I been in a situation where somebody started jumping out of my car, I would have jumped out of my car and yes. started swinging. Yes. Um, all, all things so. considered, worst things can happen when. Yeah, when, we didn't burn. I mean, we didn't burn a couches. Right. We didn't burn any. Uh, we didn't, you know, burn any uh, cars. I don't know if there's a, a legendary shot of two people making out with a fire behind them, like there was in Vancouver. Uh, of course, that shot. was after a loss. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm glad to see that we we take wins easier than they take losses uh, in Canada. By the way, shout out to Casey Nolan from Channel Five who was out there and he had more people trying to jump in and out of his live shot, and he did a great <laughs> job <laughs> of dealing with it. So shout out to him, and then also John Brown and and uh, Rich Gould were actually at Ballpark Village. And they had guys jumping, I don't know where they were set up, over a rail or something to Goodness. get into where their two-shot was. They're actually at a table. And John Brown finally just, while on the air, just said, all right, guys, thanks a lot. Uh, step back. <laughs> I mean, they handled it well. There was a, a few unruly's, but they, they uh, shout out to all three of those individuals because sometimes those things can get ugly yes. on air, live TV, but they all handled it well. I think I heard Casey Nolan mention that people were mistaking him for Frank. Last night, and <laughs> when he was outside, when I saw him, he was mostly outside of Bush Stadium. Uh, yeah, that's where of, he was. Of that watch party, at Chester Copperpot is Brett Hall missing. I haven't heard from him yet. I'm sure he's somewhere, and he's having a good time wherever oh, he yeah. is. No doubt about that. He'll reappear I, I, Saturday. I want, I want updates on everybody because I, I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw Cam and. Um, TV legend Renny Knott both having a uh, cracking open beers at about at the 8:30, airport. At about I saw that. Good morning. for them. I'm sure uh, which, Cam instigated yeah, that. 100 good for them. I just want updates just to make sure these people are okay. Now, to be fair, Cam's a hockey player, and for Renny, 8:30 is like our 1:30. Yeah, at, for Rennie, at this Rennie, point, yeah, Rennie runs based on, on the time that he us, gets up, so that is like an afternoon beer. For I him. think that's yeah, fair. That's like a lunch beer for him. That's fair. That's uh, fair. For Renny Knott, the manhole inspector. I live in St. Peter's, and fireworks were going off after Petro's goal. That was that was your. There's the superstition of two goal lead. Uh oh. Yeah. But also, just when that goal was scored, Rocky, you mentioned your excitement. And with seven and a half ish seconds left in a period to put a puck in the net, that's about as a deflating a goal as you can have mm-hmm. in that instance. And I think, I mean, Jim, you mentioned it. The Boston fans, the coaching staff, the players all had a moment of, oh, blank. We're this in trouble. Is, yeah, this is real now all of a sudden. Yep. Absolutely. We've, we feel like we've won this period. From a play standpoint, and we're down two nothing. Yep. Yeah, there. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but pretty much the last. I mean, it started at about the fifteen minute mark of the first period. That that that, that, that like, um, they're not playing. They're not so hot right now. They're right. they're getting out skated. Right. And then about the ten minute mark, uh, I believe that's right when they uh, caught that penalty. That's when you hit the point of just get out of this clean. Oh, oh my god! If they just get, if they just get out of this zero zero, I will thank everyone around me and just and just pray and. Yeah, I, I was speechless for the for really all three goals um, that really set it up. But that was uh, and some of the really cool stuff. I don't know, you guys. I've I've been trolling Twitter since last night. Some of the, um, 
the videos of Pat Maroon's son. I don't know if you guys if you saw some of those today. Yeah, he, awesome. he, you know, he was celebrating with his dad last night, talking about how they're going to take the the cup to a telegraph. And this morning, his mom posts a picture, and it just and it's just him passed out. And it goes, it says Little Riggs. Little Rig's first all nighter, <laughs> and, he, and he's just sitting, he's just sitting in the front seat of their car with the the sealer climbing back, his head over his head, just completely knocked out, and things like that. It's seeing it's seeing Layla get the uh, kiss the cup. That's it's so seeing, cool. It's seeing Tom Stillman chug beer out of the cup, and all the players <laughs> pour stuff on him, which is incredible. It's seeing Bobby Plager have to have to get a little help, but getting that cup above his head. Yeah. Everything about last night was perfect. What a moment for the Blues. Uh, 12.50 here in St. Louis, the hard line. Scheduled to follow us, I'm sure, TJ Moe, John Hadley, Bob Ramsey. I want to hear Rammer's thoughts specifically. He's been a, a really big Blues fan for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he is. Like everyone else, uh, sleep-deprived, t- but uh, uh, quite a surprisingly energetic it's for a day like it. today. Yes, all, worth all it. very much worth it. Uh, before we get ready to wrap, I do want to mention – a large part of the show has been dedicated to the play of the players, the coaching staff, the matchups, Jordan Bennington, Petro. But the Blues organization as a whole excelled over the last two months. Uh, Mike Caruso was great to us. Awesome. Allowing us to broadcast our shows, I believe, on two separate occasions live from the Enterprise Center, which allows Martin, Frank, and Charlie to kill two birds with one stone. They're able to do radio, and then they're able to do their television work as well. That gets us Strick and Chris Kerber live on location which led to great content and great interviews. And uh, the alumni for the Blues did a great job. And the social media team for the St. Louis Blues this postseason on their Twitter account, I don't think you can see enough for the job that they did. If you haven't seen it, there's about a a five-and-a-half-minute video that they posted this morning about the Blues run, music underneath highlights, very well done. Them giving you a look behind the curtain, going to the locker room and recording uh, Craig Berube's post-game speeches we would have I mean it's one thing to hear the story of Gunnarsson at the pisser right. talking to Bruby it's another to hear Craig Bruby tell the story to the entire team right and they did a phenomenal job of bringing fans into the locker room behind the curtain showing videos the Bob Plager video during game yes. six against San Jose was beautifully done done him bringing brought being brought to tears with him and Kelly Chase is emblematic of this entire run and they they don't they deserve all the praise for what yep. they've done over the last two months. I'm sure it was a lot of hours, not a lot of sleep. They're probably going to go in a bunker for the next two weeks after after Saturday's mm-hmm. parade because they all deserve a break, but they did a great job. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, I know quite a few of them, and you mentioned Mike Caruso. He, he gets tugged in so many different yes. areas, and I do know somebody was talking to him about it, and they relayed the message to me where he just said, this is bigger than I ever thought it would be. And they <laughs> thought about it and, you know, what planned for it. But this thing has exploded, and they've been phenomenal, to say the least. That's it. Blue Stanley Cup champions. Bull Weevil of Beaver Mill. I went to bed at 2.38 a.m. Alarm clock, alarm clock went off at 4.48 a.m. It's a little over two hours. I'm in my office. I drive 35 miles to and from work. I don't know how I made it. Jesus. Go home early. Go home. I think this is this might be the least productive day in St. Louis in quite some time. Yeah, it is well it should be. <laughs> there should not be anything done today. Uh six three six wondering if fans will be allowed to touch the cup. I'm sure there'll be a tour of the Stanley Cup throughout St. Louis establishments that will allow you the opportunity to do so. Yeah. I, I didn't touch it when I saw it at the uh at the spa 
the Big Island Spa off Wash Avenue was broad. Oh, that's right. Because I didn't want to be, you know, didn't want to curse it, which I feel like, you know, give me a ring then because I played a part in the, yes, in the Blues Stanley Cup run. But uh, and give me all the thanks. But uh, yes, I think afterwards now fans, players, everyone can um, can put their fingerprints on it. Yep. I don't think I've ever? Well, I, I was at the Hockey Hall of Fame, but other than that, I don't think I've ever been in the same room with the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Splashback dudes, bless my wife's heart. She had to teach at 7.45 this morning, but put up with me and my drunk brother's drunk asses all <laughs> night. Let's go blues. I can hear that kind of, Why don't you guys go home and go to bed? <laughs> it occurred to me last night, we were at my my sister and brother-in-law's house watching the game, and my sister's out of town on a work trip, and they have a, like a two-month-old golden doodle puppy. So we brought my parents' dog, or we're mm-hmm. dog-sitting while they're in France. We brought him over so they could tire each other out and then we could just watch the game and he was flying out somewhere this morning for his own work trip and it was like 10 30 and i'm like oh you have a flight like at 6 a.m we gotta go it's like we gotta you gotta sleep at some point here so wow. it was a night of a very little sleep for the city of st louis uh, but uh very much worth it for a lot of people uh want to mention that uh if you have any issues with the irs um the blues should have kept you up late last night the stanley cup run should have kept you up late uh, into the early hours of the morning. But if uh, tax issues have been keeping you up late at night recently, you got to give our buddy Mark Milton a uh, visit his website, stltaxlawyer.com. He's a former Department of Justice tax division attorney. He provides, Mark Milton does, a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and the radio. Mark lives and works in the Kirkwood area. If you have IRS problems today... Visit stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Uh, Jim, I think that about does it for us. I think I've done all the lives I could do for this show. It's been a fun show. I will, it has I, been. I have a note here it's because it just came out earlier this morning. St. Louis FC, by the way, finds out this morning. They, they've already found out. They are going to host FC Cincinnati in the round of 16 in the Open Cup after their big win the other night at Lindenwood against the Chicago Fire. So another MLS team comes to St. Louis. This game expected to be played at Worldwide Technology Soccer Park. The Rogers expected to go down. They don't have a date or a time yet on when this game is going to be played. I'm guessing it's within two to three weeks, but they'll make that announcement soon. But they did find out today in the draw that they will get FC Cincinnati in the round of 16 and another MLS team coming to take on St. Louis FC. Midday grind wrapping up. Jim here. Thank you, Matt Rocchio. Thank you. I want to thank Frank Cusimano for calling in from his flight from uh, Boston. I think he was in New York. I want to thank Terry Yake for phoning in, talk about his emotions following the Blues Stanley Cup win. I want to thank the commissioner, Kummel, yeah. for his weekly appearance on our station. Hockey Talk, the show is over. Hockey Talk, far from over. We have the hard line. Bob Ramsey, John Hadley, TJ Moe, Matt Rocchio will take you to 3 o'clock with plenty more Blues conversation. On the other side of the break, this is the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590 thefancom Catch you all tomorrow. Congratulations.